Missionary Enterprises, Missionary Aid International, in association with Bible Student Ministry, Kisumu County Leaders in Kisumu, Kenya, Africa. First time we're in Kisumu. All excited about it. Heard a lot about it. I have a, quite a few contacts there. But uh, this didn't turn out exactly the way I wanted to, but overall it did turn out okay. Because sometimes you just have to do the best with what is made available at that time. And of course, with the different um, internet connections over there. And of course, they got a lot of rain seasons and stuff like that. And it interferes with the, <clears throat> the people showing up as well as with the internet. So anyhow, you just make the best of it. Uh, so we went with it and uh, it turned out okay. So the topic was leadership and pastors. So I've done lots of... Uh, um, online teachings and uh, live streams and videos regarding leadership but I never ever go back referring to my older notes on leadership I never do they're there we're gonna use them for the books different things like that but I just like being inspired um, as much as I know how to be inspired at this time uh, and uh, I just whatever comes out of me that's what comes out so here we are introduction I wrote here uh, this whole concept called leadership, wow, nothing new here, uh, nothing new under the sun, is nothing new since it's been around since the beginning of time, uh, starting with Adam and Eve, absolutely, wow. Uh, leadership is found everywhere in all spheres of life on vocation, absolutely, whether in the world or in the church, you can't get away from this concept called leadership. All right, leadership begins in the home with the parents, the parenting, at the workplace, in stores, shopping malls, wherever you go. Okay, you've got some kind of leadership taking place. You can't get away from it, all right? The key question when it comes to leadership is this. Are you leading people in the right direction or in the wrong direction? Uh-oh, to some degree, this is what we will be looking at today. Uh, are you really fit and qualified to lead other people in the direction that God has in mind for them? Hmm? Since they belong to Him and not to you, all right? I think a lot of leaders need to have a, a, a reality check on that, that those people that are in front of you on Sunday mornings or whenever, uh, they don't belong to you. They belong to Him, all right? Uh, there is no shortage of leaders in the church nor in the world, yet how many are truly qualified? I would say the percentage is not as high as some would like to think it is. All right? Anyhow, God knows best. So, the world is full of leaders leading people away from the gospel. That's very true. Yet we've got some same we've got the same thing happening in the church with leaders leading God's people towards another gospel, a false gospel, uh, another Jesus. Absolutely. So, how can we avoid all of this because we, because with God, everything is avoidable. All right, a lot of people say, well, I, I couldn't help that or I couldn't avoid that. Oh, yes, you can. With God, you can, you know. So, let's start with John 16, 13, and then Romans 8, 14 regarding the Holy Spirit. You have to. Uh, but when He, the Spirit of truth, the truth-giving Spirit comes, He will guide you or lead you into all the truth. For He will not speak His own message, but He will tell you whatever He hears from the Father. He will give the message that has been given to Him, and He will announce and declare to you the things that are to come. All right? Romans 8, 14. 
for all who are led by the Spirit or guided by the Spirit of God are sons of God. All right, so note here the leadership and guidance of the indwelling Spirit, the Spirit who indwells us, not the recreated Spirit, not the human Spirit, but the Holy Spirit, is utmost critical in the life of a leader or pastor in a local church setting, leading God's people by the Spirit. And I would say most of them say, yeah, we're doing that, but you know what? Mm -mm. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. So in many ways, leaders are looked upon as teachers. You got You can't get away from this. Because in order to lead someone in some direction they've never experienced before, you cannot help but have to teach them. You got to instruct them, all right? You got to tell them certain things, all right? That's all part of teaching, all right? Uh, what they need to be taught. Seeking the Lord regarding those whom you are leading is a big part of shepherding, protecting God's people. The Greek word poimen, shepherding, discipleship, it's all, it's all in there, crunched together, uh, like in a can of sardines. Mm, don't like sardines. And some people are, you are fit to lead, teach, because you yourself, some people, you are not fit. I should write that, you are not fit. Uh, not fit to lead, teach, because you yourself are not equipped in those areas, all right? So stop trying to do it all. Stop trying to be everything, all right? Because you're not, all right? Protecting God's people from the wolves in sheep's clothing, false doctrine, that's a big part of it. Uh, God's people from the wolves and sheep's clothing. I cannot help everyone, and those I cannot help, I should be able to find them the right help with other leaders or other people in the ministry. I shouldn't have, I should have those kinds of contacts, all right, to help other people, right? There's so much, there is no such thing as a Mr. Know-it-all in the body except for Jesus himself, since there are different giftings, 1 Corinthians 12, Ephesians 4, and Romans 12, all right? So James 3, 1, let's look at this one here. Not many of you should become teachers or leaders, um, my brethren, for you know that we, teachers or leaders, will be judged by a higher standard and with greater severity, all right, mm -hmm. than other people. Thus, we assume the greater accountability and the more condemnation, all right? So note here, every leader in the body of Christ will give an account. Every leader will give an account, all right, in the judgment seat of Christ regarding how they've led God's people. Anything you lead, anything you do, as a leader in his church that is not inspired by the Holy Spirit, as far as I'm concerned, as far as I can tell from what I've read in the Word, it's going to lead you, it's going to cause you to lose rewards, all right? Not good, all right? 2 Timothy 3.16, every scripture is God-breathed, given by his inspiration, profitable for instruction, for reproof, conviction of sin, the correction of error, uh, and discipline in obedience for training and righteousness, holy living in conformity to God's will, purpose, and action. Note here, if you're going to bring correction uh, of error in the lives of others, uh, you will need to make sure that you allow God or you have allowed God or you will continue to allow God to deal with you and and your own error regarding your own errors before you are fit to correct others. Okay, that's a no-brainer. In other words, make sure what you are teaching is right and not wrong, as in sound doctrine and not false falsehood or even half truths. Correction is a big part. It's a huge part of leadership and discipleship. You cannot get away from this. Oh, I'll tell you. Also. 
If you're going to lead people in the right direction, you will need to lead them by example, all right? Therefore, don't expect anything from them unless you've done it first yourself or are doing it first yourself. Jesus never, never, I mean never, once asked his own disciples to do something that he wasn't already doing himself. Example, deny yourself, take up your cross, follow me, he said, Matthew 16, 24. And what did he say in John 5? I can do nothing of myself. I only do what I see my father doing. See? And that, and he lived that. I mean, he lived and breathed that, all right? He slept that, all right? That, that was his whole life. That was his whole ministry, like every day, all right? So 1 Timothy 4, 6 to 7, and then 12, if you lay all these instructions before the brethren, you will be a worthy steward and a good minister of Christ. If, big if, Jesus conditional, Jesus ever, uh, Christ, ever nourishing your own self on the truth of the faith and of good Christian instruction, which you have closely followed, seven, but refuse and avoid irreverent legends, um, silly myths, and express your disapproval of them. Train yourself towards godliness uh, keeping yourself spiritually fit. 12. Let no one despise or think less of you because of your youth, but be yourself an example, a pattern for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. So be a pattern. All right? So don't put that on people and you're not doing it yourself. No, you live it before the people. All right? Note, according to the Amplified in the Greek, we have this key word, yourself. It's everywhere, which fits in with what I said early on regarding making sure that we do all that we must do to be fit and qualified to lead God's people in the right direction. We also have key words such as nourishing, train, fit, as well as pattern example, which I've already mentioned. All right, so it's all in there. All right, so note here again, leaders lead by example, unlike the Pharisees, oh, which Jesus rebuked for being hypocrites. Did he not? Of course he did. All right. They would say one thing, but yet they would do the very opposite. That's a hypocrite. All right. The world is full of hypocrites. The church is full of hypocrites. All right. Mm -hmm. uh, if the shepherds are not doing it, why should the sheep be doing it? All right. But there are some things that is kind of, you know, for the leaders, all right? I, I'm the first one to admit that. There are some things that I'm doing for myself. I'm doing that according to my calling, and that's not for every Christian, all right? But a lot of things that I'm doing, <laughs> it is for every Christian, all right? That's, that'd be a good teaching right there to do. So note also, First and Second Timothy, Titus, as known as the pastoral's epistles or the shepherd's epistles, right? Or leadership epistles, all right? There's tons of stuff in there, and we need to get those letters on the inside of us, all right? So First Timothy 4, 13, 15 to 16. I was thinking about that the other day. When I'm flying, especially with our own jets and all that, I'll tell you, I'm going to have lots of time to assimilate a lot of these epistles. It's going to be great. All right, verse 13, till I come, devote yourself. There we go again, yourself, to reading, to exhortation, and to teaching and instilling doctrine. 15, practice and cultivate and meditate, meditate upon these duties. Throw yourself wholly into them as your ministry so that your progress may be evident to everybody. That's right. Look well to yourself, to your own personality, and to your teaching. Persevere in these things. 
hold to them, for by doing so you will save both yourself and those who hear you, follow you, those who listen to you, those who you are shepherding and discipling, all right? Note here, once again, we have this keyword, yourself, alongside these other keywords, devote, practice, cultivate, throw, progress, evident, look well, persevere. It all begins with us and not them. You got to keep that in mind. It always begins with you and not them. All right. All right. So what about this, what is called the golden rule regarding leadership? It's huge. All right. I did a teaching on that, but anyhow, I'll just touch on it just a little weeny bit. Matthew 7, 12, so then whatever you desire that others would do to you and for you, even so do also to and for them, for this is sums up the law and the prophets. So imagine if we had this golden rule working within government leaders. Okay, I'm getting off topic a little bit here, but I mean in the church, absolutely, but even in government leaders. That's probably in, in the last quite a few years now, I've been following that a little bit, trying to get out of it but I've never seen so much corruption. I know there's corruption in their church. I know there's corruption in the world. Obviously, it's the world, but in the government, I just never thought I would see what I've been seeing in the last few years, all right? We have far too many leaders who want to be treated with special treatment. Wow, yeah, yet they treat very poorly those they are called to lead and govern over. All of this will show up. It will show up, and I tell you, I'm laughing, but I'm not laughing, all right? Show up on that great day. We're not perfect yet. We must be faithful in doing the right things as well as growing up continually. And that's a big thing with me. I'll tell you, you know what? I've seen some things inside of me over the years because of the fasting. But you know what? As long as I keep going forward, I know that pleases God more than anything else. A lot of things I do doesn't please him, but he knows, boy, that boy is on the path of mortification and transformation, and he's not going to get off of it, and I'm not going to get off of it, and that gives him something to work with, all right? All right, so according to 1 Corinthians 12, every leader in a local body setting must discern the different giftings in each member and help them develop those gifts to use them properly with the help of the Spirit, of course, since He is the giver of those gifts, all right? And He dwells within each one of those people, all right? It's not like the leaders have the Holy Spirit and the pew-sitters don't have the Holy Spirit. No, no, no. And there's no such thing as a pew-sitter. I just use that for context, all right? Therefore, every leader needs to surround himself with other leaders of different giftings, according to Ephesians 4.11, very clear, and 1 Corinthians 12.28, very clear. All right, so note here, another note, leadership is all about empowering and inspiring others to become everything God has for them according to His will and the giftings He has already placed within each of those uh, individuals because they're part of the body of Christ, right? But first, you will need to deal with any traces of sin, uh, the unbelief, the wrong believing, the ignorance, all these different things like that. This is called discipleship at its best. And we will train others in the same way we've been trained ourselves, good or bad. Whatever has been deposited is working on the inside of you will eventually come out of you affecting them. That's just the way it works. It's, it's part of the, the power or even the law of influence. I wonder, I, I always use that term, the power of influence, but the influence could be a law too, right? But anyhow, the power of influence, all right? So last note here. There are many similarities between leadership in the world and leadership in the church. 
since there are great leaders in the world, absolutely, there's some good people out there, men and women alike, different ages, different uh, areas, CEOs, different things like that. But the difference between these two is that the church is or should always be to promote the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, which the world cannot do. It's it's not even thinking like that. It can't because it's not part of, it's not, it's not in the kingdom yet. They're not in the kingdom yet. Even Christian CEOs though, a big companies, corporations should always be using their platform to promote first and foremost the kingdom and not so much their product. It's never about us, but it's always about the Lord. It's not about look at me or but look at Jesus and look what he's done and what he wants to do and what he's done for you. Absolutely. You know, that's the bottom line. We should be doing so much good, Acts 10.38, that people will be turning their heads and hearts towards Jesus, all right? So your fame and fortune in the kingdom of God must always point the heathens towards the light and away from the darkness, Colossians 1.13. So I want to thank you for your time. Nice, kind of short and sweet, but lots of stuff in there. And as I always finish my videos, I encourage you to walk in the fullness of your sonship uh, which you do by walking in the fullness of the grace of God and the faith of God, because it's faith that gives access to the grace of God. Amen. Shalom and amen.